Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Welcome to Wednesday night. Victory in Jesus. Amen. Victorious living. That's what we want in this day and this hour. I'm telling you, I'm excited about what God is doing in the earth today. We see all this crazy stuff going on in the world, but thank God, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus, who always gives us the victory when we follow hard after him. Amen? Amen. I'm telling you, if there was ever a day and an hour we need to draw near to God, it's now. Draw near to God, and he said he'd draw near to us, and he'd show us great and mighty things on the earth today. I'm believing for greater things. That's, that's called an expectation. How many of you need an expectation tonight about God, what God has said in his word and will do because he's always been faithful? But tonight I want to continue to pray uh, or go along the line of what we talked about last week. Tonight's title is filled with the Spirit, but uh, over in Ephesians chapter 5, you know the, where we were last week, it talks about uh, verse 15, See then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. How many of you know we got to be careful how we walk, where we go, what we're doing, uh, what we're viewing, what we're hearing, all that stuff. Walk circumspectly. In other words, keep thinking about what you're thinking about and, and, and walk that line that, that leads us into victory. Amen? It goes on to say, redeeming the time for the days are what? Evil. If you don't know they're evil, you, you're, you're, you're missing out. You're just living in a, in a closet somewhere and, and never go out of your house or never turn a TV on or never, because things are happening today that it's almost mind boggling. We never thought we'd see some of the crazy things we, we, we see today, but it's happening. But the days are evil, so we're to redeem the time. Listen, we talked about it last week. Uh, I did a, a somewhat of this message out at uh, Restoration is redeem the time. I talked to them about it, redeeming the time. We only have so much time in life, and we can't get time back. You know, we can. You go. You you, you your investments. You get. You lose money. You, you maybe go broke. But you can re- get that back. You can get a lot of things back, but you can't get time back. What's gone is gone, and and we have to. Uh, redeem that time we have now to do what God's called us to do in this day and this hour because we have things to do. And looking in this camera tonight, uh, you have things to do. We all have something that God wants us to do. Now it goes on to say, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And I talked about uh, how do you know the will of the Lord if you don't read the word? If you read the word, he will tell you, he will lead you, he will guide you, he will direct you. Then it says, do not be drunk with wine, and which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Now that's what we're going to talk about tonight, about being filled and refilled over and over and over. And listen, you can't be filled without <laughs> with the Spirit without knowing it. Listen, you know as well as I do, we leak out. Pastor Larry used to tell us all the time, we leak out and we need to continually be filled with the Spirit of God. If there was ever a time we need to walk in the Spirit, be filled with the Spirit, it's now. We shouldn't neglect such a great thing that God has given us, the power of the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. It gives us victory, but it also gives us boldness to do what He's called us to do in this day and this hour. Amen? Amen. Now, part of this message I've done before, 
and I'm not, <laughs> and and I don't make any uh, 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 apologies for it because it's important that we just continually hear things that the Spirit of God wants us to hear. Now I'm going to be reading a little bit out of this book uh, that Smith Wigglesworth uh, wrote or was written about him because of what he did, the things he did, ever increasing faith. Now listen, this was a man that lived in the, uh, through the night, early night parts of the 1900, and I think he passed away in 1948, but it was verified that he had raised anywhere from 17 to 24 people from the dead. And he, and he would not allow any other publication to go into his house except the Bible, and he would read the Bible. And, and he, but he was a man filled with the Holy Spirit and power. How many of you want to be filled with power? Well, you need to be filled with the Spirit. And he writes in here, the most important thing, and I'm, I don't make excuse, or apologies for reading uh, this tonight, because this is something I, you ought to read this book. You ought to find this book and read it. And it it's a wonderful book. The most important thing, the one thing that counts, is to see that we are filled with the Holy Spirit, filled to overflowing. Amen? We are commanded by God to be filled with the Spirit, and in the measure you fail this, you are that far short of the plan of God. How many of you know he's telling us here, as Paul did, be filled with the Spirit, not be drunk with wine, the cares, worries, fears of the world, but continually be filled. <laughs> Filled being filled. In other words, it, you don't stop the first time you get filled. You, you repeatedly get filled again over and over and over. He goes on to say, The Lord would have us moving on from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from fullness to overflowing. It is not good for us to be ever thinking in the past tense, but we should be moving on the pl place where we uh, dare believe God. Listen, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, you'll believe God in a greater dimension than you ever thought about doing before. And we certainly need that today. We need people that not only hear the Word of God, but proclaim the Word of God, but believe the Word of God that will come to pass as He had said in His Word. Amen? Amen. It goes on to say, uh, He has declared that after the Holy Spirit has come upon us, we shall have, we shall have power. I believe there's an avalanche of power from God to be apprehended if we will but catch the vision. He goes on to say, Paul wrote at that one time, I would now have you come to visions or revelations. God has put in us a place where he expects us to have his latest revelation, the revelation of the marvelous fact, Christ in us. How many of you know it's Christ in us and what, that, what it really means to have Christ in us, the hope of glory, amen? Amen. He, listen, we know when he departed, he said, tarry ye in Jerusalem <clears throat> until you be in a dude with uh, power from on high. Amen. And, and you know, there were, there were uh, approximately 500 people that knew to do that, but 120 ended up in that upper room. Listen, we need everybody to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And it goes on to say, we can apprehend God fully uh, only as we are filled and overflowing with the Spirit of God. Our only safeguard from dropping back or into our natural minds from which we can never get anything is to be filled with the Spirit and yet again, uh, filled yet again with the Spirit of God and be taken on to visions and revelations on a new line. The, the reason I emphasize the importance of the fullness of the Spirit is that what I want to get, uh, get you beyond all human plans and thoughts into the fullness of vision. 
into the full revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you want rest? He says, it's in Jesus. Amen. Some of you might be struggling out there today, stressed out, laid out, and don't know where, you know, just uh, not, don't where, where to turn. If you want rest, go to the Lord Jesus. Do you want to be saved from everything the devil is bringing up on these last days? Receive and, and continue in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, and he will forever be revealing to you all, that all that you need for all times is in Christ Jesus your Lord. Now listen, what he's saying here, Paul says, Do not be drunk with the cares of the world, the things of the world, but be filled, continually filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Over and over and over. Uh, I remember years ago when Pastor Larry uh, taught on the uh, Holy Spirit. He taught about the very thing that they were continually refilled. I've got scriptures here on where it wasn't one time a, re a filling. It was a refilling all the time. It's kind of like, <laughs> you know, I filled my car up with gas the other day, and, and now I'm down to about a quarter of a tank, and it's almost getting on empty. And listen, if I don't fill that car up and put gas in there, it's not going to run. Amen. I don't care what you say. You can push all the buttons you want to push. You can yell at it. You can scream at it, but it's not going to run. But how many of you know, if we're not filled overflowing with the Holy Spirit, there are times we don't run right. We don't run our course right. We don't run our race right, but we need to be filled overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Now, Brother Wigglesworth goes on to say, I desire to emphasize the importance of the Spirit's ministration and of the manifestation of the Spirit, which is to give to every man to profit with all. As you yield to the Spirit of the Lord, he has power over your intellect, over your heart, and over your voice. In other words, you're yielding to the very Spirit of God. How many of you know he knows more than we know? <laughs> he knows everything, because he is God. Amen? The Holy Spirit has power to unveil Christ and to project the vision of Christ upon the canvas of your mind. And then he uses your tongue to glorify and magnify him in a way that you could never do apart from the Spirit's power. Listen, my friends, we are to be filled to overflowing. We're commanded to be filled to overflowing. Let me go to another one here real quick. Uh, let me read another part of this. He says in, in this part here, he says, I can never emphasize or estimate what the baptism of the Holy Spirit has been to me these past 15 years. It seems that every year that has, uh, every year has had three years packed into it, so that I have had 45 years of happy service since 1907, and it's getting better all the time. It's a luxury to be filled with the Spirit. And at the same time, it's a divine, divine command for us not to be filled with wine, which where is an excess, but to be filled with the Spirit. No Pentecostal person ought to get out of bed without being lost in the Spirit and speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. No one should come to the door of an assembly without speaking in tongues and having a psalm or a note of praise. Now listen, you may not even be uh, filled with the Spirit. You ought to ask the Holy Spirit, uh, God, to fill you with the Holy Spirit and power like he did in Acts chapter uh, 2, uh, which we'll read here in a moment. But in Acts chapter 1, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be a witness unto me. It's hard to witness without being filled with the Spirit. I, I can guarantee you, I've been there myself. It was sometimes it'll cause uh, fear, anxiety, worry. Oh, you won't want to do things because you're afraid to get rejected. But listen, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
You're filled with the love and the power of God. It's so much easier. Goes on to say, no one should come into the door of an assembly without speaking in tongues and having a psalm or a note of praise. We emphasize that the incoming of the Spirit, he should should so fill us that the last member in the body is yielded to him and that no one is baptized in the Spirit without speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives him utterance. And I maintain that without const, constant filling, you will speak uh, in tongues morning, noon, with constant feel, uh, filling, you will speak in tongues morning, noon, and night. How, you know, what, some of you might say, why do you want to speak in tongues? Well, there's a variety of reasons, but one of the things Jude said, building yourself up. It'll build you up. It's like nothing. <laughs> do I understand it? No, I don't understand it, but I know I can use it. I don't understand a lot of what I just told you about filling up my car and how it works. I don't know anything about that engine very much. Uh, I used to be a shade tree mechanic. Some of you might be, do a few things, but I'm not real sure about all the things that goes on there. But I'm telling you what, it can go if you fill it up. And, and the Holy Spirit, you filled up with the Holy Spirit, you can go. Hallelujah. Filled with the Spirit. As you live in the Spirit, when you walk down the steps of the house where you live, the devil will have to go before you. <laughs> you, will, you will be more than a conqueror over the devil. I see everything a failure except that what is done in the spirit. But as you live in the spirit, you move, act, eat, drink, and everything to the glory of God. Our message is always be filled with the spirit. This is God's place for you. And it is far above the natural life as heavens are above the earth. Yield yourself to God to be filled. Amen? Amen. To be full. Be full of the Spirit. That's what you're called to do. Now, I want to turn over to uh, back just a page here or so in your Bible. If you're writing a scripture, you can write this along. Uh, it goes on to say uh, in verse 14 of chapter 3. Now, you might have heard me uh, uh, speak this out before. It's a prayer that I believe we should pray on a regular basis, that along with uh, Ephesians chapter 1, and we may talk about that in a minute. But it says here, Paul's saying to this group of people at, at Ephesus, he's saying for a reason, he's talking about the mystery of God, and he's saying, for this reason, I bow my knee to the, uh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And it goes on to say that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. You want strength? Get filled with the spirit. Amen. It goes on to say that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. You want to walk in love, true love? Get filled with the spirit. I'm telling you, overflow. You need to be in the overflow. That's what we need. And it may, may be able to comprehend with all the saints, which is the width and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. He strengthens our inner man. Christ is made at home in our hearts. The love of God is flowing through us. The spirit of God is working in us. Because we're filled with the fullness of God. Amen? We're to respond to the influence of His Spirit. That's how we do it. We get filled with the Spirit, then we can begin to be guided by the Spirit of God. It goes on to say, God can give us a voice of victory, not defeat, when we're filled with Him. Amen? Amen. So we're to lift our voices into God and be filled with His presence. Now, in Ephesians 5.18, in the Message Bible, it says, 
<laughs> do not be drunk with wine. But in the Message Bible, it says, drink the Spirit of God, huge drafts or drafts of Him. In other words, drink it down, big, big gulps, be filled, drink with the Holy end of the Holy Spirit. Out of, in John 7, over in uh, verse 7, it says this. And in verse 37, John 7, 37, you've heard these scriptures before, but we need to hear things again and again and again. Amen? Amen. And, and 37 says this. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out. Now, Jesus don't be saying something that we need here. He said, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. <laughs> what did this say in, 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 in uh, message about drink huge drafts of uh, drafts of him. Amen? Amen. It, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly or out of his heart, this in the New King James, uh, will flow rivers of living water. <laughs> Amen. Those that are filled with the Spirit of God out of your very innermost being will flow rivers of living water. I don't know about you, but we need that today. We need people filled with the Spirit of God, <laughs> ministering in the Spirit of God. And listen, if you got living water flowing through, you won't be in dead places. You know that? You ever think about that? No dead places. In John 16, it says, when the Spirit of truth has come, when the Comforter has come, when He has come, the Holy Spirit has come, He will lead and guide you into all truth, show you things to come. You'll be flowing with the Spirit of God. But there's no, no dead places. You ever think about that? No dead services. When we come to church, it'll be filled with the presence of God, the life of God. We just had a really great service on Sunday. Amen? A great service. We got in the presence of God. There's things happening when you get in the presence of God, when people get begin to get filled with the Spirit to overflow. And so there's, uh, there's no dead life. <laughs> there's no dead life when you're filled with the Spirit of God. And Jesus is alive. And listen, we need to know. We need to be continually refilled with the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. This is so vital today. It's so vital. I'm going to turn back to Ephesians chapter 1. Listen, this is a prayer that you can pray over yourself and even others, even others. Paul's praying to a group of people that have been born again and spirit-filled, and, and yet he's saying there's more. He's more. And when you, when you get filled with the Spirit of God, you start seeing things and yielding things and you're seeing things differently. Listen, it says this, and he said, He did not cease to give thanks, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceedingly, <laughs> the exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the power uh, the workings of his mighty power. Amen? Amen. Exceedingly great power. He, he will fill you to overflow with great power. Great power to overcome in this life. Great power to love the unlovable. Great power to live the kind of life he wants you to live and be fulfilled. Amen? Give you revelation. You ever think about wanting more revelation? <laughs> Paul was saying that oh, uh, when he talked about that in Philippians. What do you want to know, Paul? I want to know him. Paul said, 
well, you've already walked a number of years and you've already done all this stuff. No, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. Amen. Amen. That's what we want to know. But over in, I want to go back over to Ephesians 3.20 just for a moment. And what does it say? We just finished that where it says, um, what, that prayer where it says that we might be filled with all the fullness. Then it says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to what? The power that works in God? No, the power that works in us. The power that works in us. Listen, we want to be filled to overflowing with his power. Do you want to be a witness to your family, to your friends, to other people, to even your enemies? Do you want to witness the power and the goodness of God? You need to be filled overflowing and continually filled overflowing with the Spirit of God. Amen? <laughs> Over in Acts chapter 2, I'm going to go back to that. We, you know this scripture if you've been around very long in this church or in church like this or and you haven't, you need to begin to uh, read these things and hear these things. Uh, Acts chapter 2, you know, that was the day of what we call the day of Pentecost. It's called the day of Pentecost. Well, they're, at, they're gathered together in this upper room and, and uh, the 120 where they've been told to go. Listen, they were up there with an expectancy something was going to happen. Amen? Amen. Now, this is what it says. <laughs> When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all what? In one accord. You know, when we're in one accord in unity, there's good things that are going to take place. That's the truth of the matter. That's why we all need to be filled. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it, it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them tongues, uh, divided tongues as a fire, and one set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit activated all that Jesus had done for us in them and in, now in us. Amen. Life in the power and the presence of God was given to them that day. And boy, I'll tell you what, after that, it, Katie barred the door. They just started, they started tearing up the world with the gospel. And turning things, in fact, it says in one place, these men have turned the world upside down. Amen. Amen. So tongues of fire. Fire will not <laughs> act normal. How many of you know you don't always act normal when you're filled with the Spirit? Now, it doesn't mean you act foolish, You act, but you won't always act normal. You'll do things there sometimes, and the Holy Spirit will tell you to do some things you don't make. It's not understandable sometimes. Why do, I, why do you want me to do this? And you go do it, and it turns out well. Amen. Amen. Then rivers, what I talked about, rivers of living water will flow out of you now. It would, this, this whole group, this group here, that 120, were totally different after that. We'll be totally different if we continually stay filled with the Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit will, will help us to do different things. One of the things is he has exceptional knowledge that he will give us as we're filled with the Spirit. Listen, man, it's hard. It's hard enough to understand everything without it but when we have the holy spirit we can begin to walk in the fullness of god and in the presence of god and what is there in the presence of god there's pleasures forevermore joy and pleasures forevermore there's the blessings of god right in the middle of that why do we want we want to be continually filled to overflow now how do we do that sometimes listen i'll tell you one of the best ways we can do that is you begin to worship god you begin to praise god for who he is what he's done for you i always say put on put on some good good 
gospel, and I'm not talking about just gospel. Uh, I'm talking about hymns and songs that, well, actually what Paul said there in Ephesians chapter uh, 5, let's just look at that one real quick before the time runs out here. But what does it say in Ephesians chapter 5? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, sing, singing and making melody in your heart. You begin to do that, you'll begin to get the presence of God come in. Amen. Now, the songs that I'm talking about, many times, oh, the blood of Jesus. <laughs> how, oh, how I love Jesus. There's a great number of songs, you know, down through the years that have been written. <laughs> you know, uh, there's power, wonder-working power. Just different songs that we can sing that the Spirit of God will, will infiltrate our hearts and cause us to be filled, overflowing. There's no greater thing than that. Sometimes we just need to get on our knees and praise God and thank Him for, our, for His goodness and His mercy. Thank Him for filling us with uh, giving us Jesus to die for us and filling us full of the Holy Spirit and power. Do you ever think about doing that? You ought to. Ought to. Listen, when you begin to do that, great things begin to happen. Listen, we need everybody filled this day. <laughs> It'd be like uh, going to uh, going uh, uh, armed forces soldiers going out there to battle with no no ammunition in their guns. They got the guns, they got the weapons, but they don't have any ammo. But when they put that ammo in, now they're a fighting force. When we get filled with the Holy Spirit, we become a fighting force against the devil for the kingdom of God. And we begin to see things change. And we begin to step out in boldness. And we begin to see the signs and wonders and miracles. And we begin to see the power of the Holy Ghost working through us. Everybody is called to work through, have the Holy Spirit work through them. So tonight, I'm just going to encourage you. Read that Ephesians 5. Ask the Holy Spirit to refill you, to overflowing, so you can do what God's called you to do in this day and this hour. And it will be well with you, and you'll, you'll, you'll flow with the Spirit of God, and you'll begin to see change in your life and change in others' lives around you. And it, it'll just be a blessing. So I'm hopeful, hopeful that this is encouraging you. We need you filled. I need to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. So... Refilled, get refilled and get refired and, and run your race to the end. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. I thank you for the, uh, the, the Apostle Paul writing all the things he wrote to us. And right there in that passage of Scripture, he told us about don't be unwise and, don't, and know the will of God. Don't be drunk with the cares of the world, but be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit over and over and over, singing and uh, and psalms and hymns and, and and singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord, knowing that you've got a great, a great things for us to do in this day and this hour, that our time won't pass us by and we'd have to look back and regret. No, we'd say, no, thank God for the Holy Ghost who gives us the power to do all things in him. So we thank you for it and give you all the praise for Jesus and thank you for what you've done, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Good to be with you. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.